Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey all, welcome back to the Real Life Pharmacology Podcast. I am your host, Eric Christensen, and I thank you so much for listening today. Uh, always remember, go to reallifepharmacology.com and uh, hit the subscribe button and uh, get your free 31-page PDF on the top 200 drugs. It's a study guide uh, that I, I put together and is absolutely uh, free to you simply for following uh, the podcast. We email you uh, when we've got new uh, podcasts, new content uh, available there. So with that said, let's get into the drug of the day today. And I am going to cover glucagon. So glucagon has a, a couple of different brand names, glucagen, uh, as well as boxemi. And the glucagen is an injection. And the boxemi is a, a newer agent uh, that is actually nasal administration of glucagon. Uh, what's glucagon used for? Uh, there's a couple of, of oddball things that it can be used off-label for. Uh, an alternative to epinephrine in an anaphylaxis-type situation, um, beta blocker and calcium channel blocker overdose. Uh, but by far, uh, the most common use that I've seen in clinical practice is for the management of hypoglycemia. So hypoglycemia is generally defined as a blood sugar of less than 70 milligrams uh, per deciliter. Uh, with that said, you you may have patients ex experiencing symptoms sometimes, um, you know, a little bit higher than that, for example. Um, think about some of those, you know, symptoms of, of hypoglycemia. Uh, it could be sweating, could be dizziness, shakiness, uh, excessive hunger, obviously that makes sense, uh, fatigue, uh, maybe some, some, some a little bit of nausea and, and vomiting potentially in more serious cases. Uh, but we don't always give glucagon for hypoglycemia. Uh, we really reserve uh, that glucagon for situations where uh, we're concerned about oral intake. So if patients uh, are unconscious, for example, or if they uh, have an altered consciousness where maybe we're concerned about them uh, choking or, or aspirating if we try to do uh, oral intake. So that's that's more of the situation where we're going to use glucagon. If we have hypoglycemia and they're relatively alert with it and they're having no trouble eating, obviously that's what we're going to do first is, is give uh, glucose uh, by oral intake there. Um, kind of that, that cutoff line um, that's defined by the ADA is less than 54 milligrams per deciliter. Uh, so obviously we're going to uh, check that blood sugar um, and, and see where they're at. Most patients uh, who've been diabetic for a while will probably have experienced a hypoglycemic episode, so they know some of the symptoms when it's coming on and can obviously stop it you know, before it happens or hopefully stop it um, before we get to the point of needing glucagon. So... Uh, with that said, as we you know get into the 50s and, and potentially lower than that, um, we're definitely putting that patient more at risk of 
becoming unconscious because that blood sugar uh, is so low there. So a uh, few pearls uh, about glucagon uh, mechanistically. Uh, so glucagon, uh, let's go back actually and let's talk about the, the pancreas. So pancreas has beta cells and they have alpha cells. Beta cells, that's uh, the those are the cells that release insulin and alpha cells in the pancreas are the ones that release glucagon. So what does glucagon do? Glucagon stimulates glycogen breakdown in the liver and ultimately uh, causes the release of glucose into the bloodstream. So insulin and, and glucagon kind of play this back and forth role of regulating our blood sugar. So by giving glucagon, we're going to uh, raise blood sugar. That's obviously what we're trying to do there. So how much does it actually raise blood glucose? Well, assuming we get the, the normal dose, uh, it's usually in the, the ballpark of 20 milligrams per deciliter. Now, there may be some exceptions to that. Obviously, if we give you know, glucagon to a, a patient that's malnourished, uh, for example, they might not have uh, those glycogen stores in the liver. And so they may not respond uh, to, to glucagon there. So uh, it's important to think about some of those uh, clinical things, particularly in a patient that's maybe uh, not responding there. Uh, one, uh, the primary adverse effect, most common adverse effect with glucagon is uh, nausea and vomiting. So now that's obviously an issue um, Let's say we give glucagon, their blood sugars come up some. Uh, we can't just walk away and say, okay, they're, they're good for the rest of the day. Um, we've got to monitor those patients and we've got to get glucose into those patients. Well, that can obviously be an issue um, if glucagon is causing them uh, to be nauseous. Uh, getting oral intake into them is going to be problematic. So um, in most circumstances, uh, you're probably going to have to give them IV glucose in patients that have required uh, glucagon. And uh, that if, if patients are non-responsive to glucagon as well, obviously that's um, what we're going to do anyway. If they're unconscious and, and not responding, we're going to uh, call for emergency services and, and get uh, them access uh, to IV uh, glucose there. So... Um, Definitely think about the, that balance of, of glucose, what glucagon does, and then obviously the adverse effect that's going to come after uh, we give glucagon or potentially going to come after we give that glucagon. Uh, one little uh, myth that, that, I, I wanted, that I've been asked by students and, and various things is um, patients with a high A1C, you know, let's say they got an A1C of, of 10 or 12, can they have hypoglycemia and the answer, of course, is yes. Uh, they certainly can. Uh, I've seen patients with uh, incredibly variable blood sugars up in the, the four to five hundreds and then down into the, you know, 50s and less. So because the A1C is an average, it doesn't necessarily tell you how high or how low that patient is going. It's just giving you the, the ballpark average. So uh, important to remember that with A1C, that it doesn't necessarily mean uh, that if a patient has a high A1C, they're not going to have uh, hypoglycemia.
So with the different forms of glucagon, there is an injection, and it does take some time to get that injection ready. And if you've got, you know, maybe a, a husband and wife at home and say the husband gets hypoglycemia, it might take some time for the uh, wife to be able to uh, put that together and also take some technical skills and, and training. And if they don't have hypoglycemia very often, it's not like, uh, you know, they're doing this every day. So uh, that is important to think about uh, if you're prescribing or dispensing uh, glucagon uh, pen or the, excuse me, the glucagon injection there. Um, can they actually do uh, the administration? Is there somebody to do the administration? Uh, on the, the flip side, we do have uh, the nasal administration, which is a little bit uh, easier uh, to do for most people. Um, I will say there is a tiny bit of difference in the uh, kinetics. Uh, the, there's a little bit slower onset with nasal administration um, compared to uh, IM administration. I think it's about 13 minutes uh, versus 16 minutes uh, for the, the nasal there. So um, but with that said, if it takes you a lot longer to get the uh, injection reconstituted and ready to go than it does for the nasal, then, you know, that's probably neg negligible too. So kind of got to look at, at what you've got going on and kind of decide uh, from a, a patient perspective, um, is glucagon going to be used? Can it be used effectively? And does this, you know, patient need it or are they... Um, you know, basically living on their own and, and they're not going to be able to administer uh, it anyway. So thinking about those situations, um, educating our patients what to do in a hypoglycemic event, really, really uh, important um, education to, to do there. And then, of course, you know, backup to glucagon uh, therapy is IV dextrose. So if glucagon fails, um, we've got to get them uh, to a situation, a, a healthcare institution, uh, where we can administer IV uh, dextrose. All right, so let's take a quick break from our sponsor, and we'll wrap up with drug interactions. So if you're in the market for pharmacist board certification study material, uh, we've got a growing list of resources at meded101.com slash store, S-T-O-R-E. Uh, we've got pharmacotherapy, ambulatory care, uh, MTM, geriatrics, and NAPLEX exam material there. So go check that out. Uh, if you're a nurse, nurse practitioner, PA, med student, physician, uh, also go check out meded101.com slash store. We've got books on um, drug interactions, case studies, and if you actually check out the uh, Audible section or the Audible books, you can get your first Audible book for free. So I've got a 10-hour a uh, drug interaction book. Uh, that if you've never tried Audible, you can go do that for free. And all those links are at meded101.com slash store. All right, so finishing up on drug interactions. Uh, the first two things I think about with glucagon um, is that balance with insulin. I kind of alluded to it before. So insulin uh, can oppose, obviously, the blood sugar raising effect of glucagon okay so kind of that that yin and yang situation also you got to think about other agents that might stimulate insulin release so sulfonylureas you know your glipizides your glyburides those being the common examples there um, 
As far as other drug interactions go, probably not anything you're going to significantly worry about in an emergency uh, type situation that glucagon would be required uh, for a hypoglycemic event. Uh, but there is a possibility to increase uh, warfarin effects uh, as well as uh, exacerbate some GI uh, adverse effects of, of anticholinergics. Again, something that's probably not high on my radar. Uh, if a patient needs glucagon, um, we're more in the mindset of this is an emergency situation. Uh, we've got to figure out um, how to correct uh, that dangerously low blood sugar through using glucagon uh, and or you know getting them uh, glucose, whether that be uh, through the, the IV or uh, oral in some rare situations where patients uh, may be able to do that after getting glucagon. So, um, yeah, I think that's going to wrap up the podcast for today. Thank you so much for listening. I uh, hope you picked up a few clinical pearls with the use of, of glucagon. Leave us a rating review on iTunes or wherever you're listening. Greatly appreciated. Uh, email the podcast. Share us with a friend, colleague, coworker, uh, student, uh, for example. Um, greatly appreciated to all of you who have uh, done that and helped this uh, podcast grow and uh, allow more uh, ears to, to listen and learn. Uh, go check out reallifepharmacology.com, subscribe, and get the free 31-page PDF at no cost to you, and uh, we'll keep you updated as to when we've got new podcast episodes available. And, of course, support our sponsor, meded101.com slash store. And I'm going to sign off for today. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope you have a great rest of your day. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, Drew Scott here, and I'm Jonathan Scott, reminding you that life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance. They can help you get just the right protection at just the right price and help you save when you bundle home and auto. Kind of like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. It'll be just right for you. We love a custom build. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.